See, for some reason, I thought it was like a augmented reality game, uh, like Pokemon Go. Um, but like you had to take pictures of the Pokemon instead of catching the Pokemon. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I thought it was. But for some reason, that was the impression that I had gotten um, for this new game. So uh, is, does it bring in any of that? Well, it's funny. You... Oh, man, augmented reality? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's funny that you say that because I, like, I bought it at Walmart. And the guy that I was buying it from, there was, or yeah, I had, you know, you have to, when you go there, you have to ask someone to like open up the case. And yeah. that, so they do it. And when I got it, like, he's like, oh, Pokemon Snap, what's this? He's like, is it, <laughs> you have to go out. I was like, oh, you take pictures of Pokemon. He's like, oh, is this like, you know, that stuff where people go outside and they get hit by cars for it? And I was like, no, that's, that's a different game. That's Pokemon Go. And he just like, he's like, oh, well, what's the other one that goes with it? Pokemon always comes in pairs. And I was like, well, this is kind of like a, a like an offshoot series. Yeah. Um, the thing was, he was like 20, he was like mid-20s, maybe in terms of age. Yeah. So I don't like... It was, it was a very strange experience because he was just, yeah, like I said, he was just like bitching the whole time about this game <laughs> I'm getting and complaining. I'm like, what are you complaining about, dude? You don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, uh, anyway. I wonder if uh, that's, so that's, that's uh, do you think that that's his like uh, banter that he does with everybody who buys a game or, or is he just particularly anti-Pokemon for some reason? I think he's like anti-social. Uh-huh. Uh, the, he, I think he had something mentally wrong with him. And, and like, don't get me wrong. I'm not the most social person in the world. Sure. But like, I can fake it for like a two minute conversation with the <laughs> store clerk. Um, <laughs> uh, so he just, he just, I just, he just had no, no. social skills. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm not going to say he was like, you know, uh, low IQ or anything like that, but it was, it was just like, he's very blunt about everything. Didn't really know what he was talking about. It was just a very, just generally like a weird dude. Maybe just um, on the spectrum then, like maybe like on an autist or something. Yeah, um, probably. And, uh, you know, uh, doing what he can. Yeah, anyway, so what's, what's new in your life aside from video games? Oh, if, if we're done talking about video games, that is. Well, I, you know, I've, not done much video game wise really for quite a while like i i was totally interested in near and talking about it and all but i not playing it like i think i got a very different experience of that and i've been thinking like i do want to get back into playing video games a little bit more but i just like have been failing to do that so far uh i have mother two on the ds you know and i can play that it's like very low threshold like just i I don't need to know what the japanese is saying you know i just get to see a lot of text in japanese practice my pronunciation um you know and like recognize a word here and there or whatever so that was like you know my theory was like okay i'll just like do this a little bit each day um, and do that as my Japanese practice and my video game time. And I just like, I've been so undisciplined about it. Like, 
I will do pretty uh, much anything else with like my 10, you know, 20 minutes downtime. Uh, you know, like I just like read a lot of crap on my phone lately. I read a lot of news and it's, yeah. uh, you know, not even really news either. Just like headlines, just like scrolling through stuff, which I think is a complete waste of time. Um, but I do it anyway. And that's, that's a habit I've gotten into uh, like recently. So. Oh, I mean, I, I do that all the time. I do that at like work all the time too. Oh, it's like yeah. I just, it's, yeah. It's like, I, I do the same. It's like, I just like read headlines and I'm like, wait, that doesn't make sense. It's dumb. And then, yeah. I could well, be playing a video game right now, you know, uh, I could be, I could be reading yeah, well, I think, some of my book, Brothers K but, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Oh, dude, I meant to, like, I, when I went down to South Carolina uh, to visit my parents, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to bring my Switch or my DS. I'm just going to bring my Kindle, and, like, I'll have the Brothers K on it, and I'll read that in my downtime. Yeah. And I had, like, no downtime. Yeah. It, it was, like, the trip was exhausting. Really? What did um, y'all do? Well, we just played golf, like, every day. Um <laughs> And then we went to the golf tournament a couple of days and that was like pretty far away. And then mm -hmm. by the time it became like six o'clock, we'd have a couple of drinks and then it's like, I'm not reading after that. No. So it was just, yeah, we just, just way too much golf. Oh, well, and then my parents' friends came to visit because uh, they, they wanted to go to the tournament as well. So like on Thursday, um, they came down and so we'd like we're going out to eat every night it was just i just didn't have much time uh well how was the so golfing i, I did not read it at all i mean was it was it fun like i don't like golfing personally but what was it amazing golfing down there uh i wouldn't say it was amazing but it was it was fun um i liked going to the tournament that was cool yeah. um the the you know i've, I've never been to kiowa before um, and it was like a beautiful course cause yeah, it's just like, it's like right on the ocean, but it was, it was hot, oh, man. but it actually wasn't that bad considering it's like South Carolina. I think most yeah. days it was like 75 degrees out. Um, yeah. so that, that nice ocean breeze. So yeah, no, I was just thinking like no need for augmented reality, right? You just like get to be outside uh swing a golf club here and there watch some people swing a golf club like sounds pretty pretty nice like the older i get the more i'm like sort of golf curious but i still haven't <laughs> i still haven't jumped in there and, and really tried in a long time so we'll see well it's an expensive habit mm -hmm. um you know maybe maybe you'd be more interested in frisbee golf or disc golf <laughs> yeah because that's a very cheap um sport to get into uh -huh. i mean my he, i mean you remember zach blaine he uh he and i used to go frisbee golfing quite a bit oh yeah um it's it's actually like i i when i'm suggesting that like i mean that sincerely like it's a fun uh activity yeah. to do and there used to be a park like kind of in I don't know if it was German. I forget what exit I would take. I think it was like 11 or 12 okay. um, on 270. And there's that part. Is it the Germantown Park? Uh, I, I can't know. think of the park. But there, there was like some county park or state park 
that we would go to and it was like five dollars and it was like a 27 hole disc golf course and you just basically walk around the woods and throw frisbees at metal <laughs> baskets there's one but, near here there's one down by the river like maybe five or ten minutes from where we live so i go by it sometimes i'm like oh that's kind of cool yeah it is right next to a golf course also which is funny to me so like on one side of the road there's like the golf course the uh i don't know if it's just nine hole probably it seems pretty small and then on the other yeah. side of the road like right by the river there is the mini or the disc golf course rather uh frisbee golf yeah so well, no like i mean Honestly, I, I really enjoy it. I'm, like, I'm trying to find courses in the Philly area just to go and do it because, yeah, it's like you get to go outside. Yeah. Um, See. I, you're doing something like moderately athletic but like not too taxing on the body. Um, See, yeah, I, I think it's just, it's just, for me, I think I need something that is requiring a little bit more um, like input from me. Like in a way, yeah. I feel almost like video games right now are like too low demand, uh, so that yes. I, I don't feel like I've invested oh, no, I, enough I, to like need to do it, and so I just don't do it. I don't know what's wrong with me because I used to love video games, man, but I just like don't play them hardly at all now. Um, I just talk about them instead. Uh, <laughs> so. No, there's a lot of stuff that just because it just it becomes a chore. It, yeah. It's like I uh, there's a I'm trying to think like, yeah, it's like, it's just too much effort, right? It's like, I don't, I know this is going to take some time. I don't feel like getting into it. I don't feel like learning this new game, yeah. Um, yeah. which is actually why I, at first I was very excited about the world's end club because I was like, man, this jumps right into yeah. the story. Like within like five minutes of turning it on, you're like playing the game, the story and, and the authors have such credibility with me that like, I wanted to play it and then it ended up just becoming kind of a slog. So um, I was, I was not recording earlier when we like talked about it a little bit. Could we, could we just talk about like the first, you know, hour or so of that game, which I've played? Uh, is it fresh enough in your mind? Yeah. I mean, I think I played it on like Sunday. <laughs> so so yes. <laughs> so despite all the Pokemon snap in between, uh, you can, you can reach way back uh, to the first hour or so of World's End Club. So, like, so... Are you recording? Are we recording now? We are. We are, yes. Just so you know. Uh, okay. I hope so. Yeah. Anyway, so I think that the opening of that game uh, really did, like, sort of meet my expectations for what I was kind of getting into. Um, like, the cartoony graphics, the more like kid-friendly language and stuff like that. Um, and then, yeah, you get to this point where you're watching something that looks like a more gritty and realistic, uh, like even more realistic visuals really than the other, uh, the other games, like the 999 and Zero Escape games. Um, it comes in for just that minute, right? Uh, and then it like pans back, and the kids are all on the on the school bus watching it. And so you said that was your favorite moment in the game, right? Uh, I might, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I think it was. I think that was probably my favorite moment of the game. Um, and then after they wake up on the pod and and, and they they play 
the game of fate. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, just the, again, it was just kind of making fun of the, the old Uchikoshi games, and I forget, I don't know what the other guy's name is, but I've never played the Dagon Rampa or whatever games. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, so this game is like a like a dream team, right, between uh, the Nine 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 developers and the Danganronpa developers, um, and it seems to be geared towards a younger audience or like maybe just say like a broader audience, right? Like kids could get into the game uh, potentially. I don't know. Um, and it's like a little more it's, it's inviting. Definitely, um, it's definitely like a Nintendo friendly game, right? Uh, like, that too. Yeah. I think that's probably why I think it's only on the switch and like Apple. Mm. Um, because it, it seems to me like it caters more to what Nintendo thinks their core audience is than uh, maybe the, the PlayStation or Xbox does. So yeah, I think it's I think it's catered more towards um, the Nintendo. Teens. Yeah. Even then, I but I'd even say like more maybe more like younger teens. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you know closer to thirteen than eighteen or nineteen. Sure. To- totally. Yeah, and like so, a kid in the class I was uh, teaching in middle school the other day had something about um, a Danganronpa character that she had like written as part of an assignment. Uh, and so she she had written that like at the beginning of the year, we were like looking back at stuff they'd done at the start of the year. And she was like so embarrassed when it showed up on the screen that she like hid her face. So like even her, the, the amount that she has changed over the course of a year like she feels, I don't know, somehow um, uh, ashamed, but in like, you know, kind of a funny way, not like a terrible anxiety way, I hope, um, uh, about like the things that she liked, you know, at the start of the school year. Um, and that was Danganronpa. So so I don't know, like, I, I have a hard time understanding, I guess, um, or like envisioning exactly who the audience for this game is, um, but yeah, fans of both series, I guess, uh, like are curious about I, what it's what it's all about. But I'm not. I I. If it wasn't for the fact that I was such a fan of the Zero Escape series, I probably would have stopped playing this game. Mm-hmm. Um, after pro like again i the first hour i thought was really cool really clever i was like oh man this is just gonna be you know i i kind of i kind of got like uh willy wonka the chocolate factory type vibes from from (laughs) the first hour for whatever reason we had this like kind of like maniacal uh person running this weird game where people where kids are being like taken away and you never see him again yeah Um, i thought that that was kind of like a cool concept but then you know what? That's a good point. I need to go back and see what happens if you just say, you know, leave. Right, um, right. Well, I got a few game overs, and I was like, okay, I'm going to do what is obviously the correct thing here and and rescue all the other kids. Um, I don't want to see that game over screen again, but maybe there is, like, a branching story there. I don't know. Or at least a little bit more content than that. Um, um, well, I so I finished the game. Um, last night. So, but I remember at the beginning, the uh, 
Pyelope or whatever her name is, mm -hmm. she asks, like, do you remember me? Yeah. And I said, no, because uh, I did not. Um, but if you go back and you start a new save file, you say, like, yes, she'll she'll say, like, oh, okay, well, do you want to start from, like, the midway point or do you want to start from the beginning? Uh... But, like, there's extra content if you start from the beginning this time. Cool. And I started to play it, and I was like, I don't want to go through this game again. This was a chore to play. <laughs> Oh, I don't think there's funny. anything like le left to mine there. No, that's so that's too bad. When yeah, there's more to the game, but you just don't even want to do it and find out what it is. Um, that's just when it's yeah more, yeah I'm gonna like look it up. Okay yeah no that's fair that's fair I so yeah I said yeah I don't remember you um, you know I'm a new player. Um, I wonder if that you know allows the Go Getters Club to get past that boss that like wipes them out right away uh or i don't know maybe that's like something that happens later in the game and history changes at that point I, i'm not sure but yeah so you got the you got the plop character and then you have this like cast of kind of wacky kids um you of course are like the silent protagonist uh and i don't know so one of the first things that i did which was dumb uh, was like trust another kid and i realized that that was like kind of an interesting twist right <laughs> like, uh instead of like you know young adults or whatever um or adults you know stuck in a in a a prisoner's dilemma kind of situation now now it's kids and yeah sure enough you can't you can't trust them <laughs> they are they are uh, not good people uh, i was like oh yeah that's true <laughs> i can see that yeah, I mean, I guess you kind of have like a Lord of the Flies situation, yeah. um, where it seems like fa factions or alliances are formed. Um, Dude, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I and uh, as we we're kind of talking about earlier, it's, to me, I think the concept was actually really cool, yeah. where they each had information about other players um, and. That was the power that they kind of had, um, exactly. and so yeah, these these alliances were strategic, um, and I, I I guess I just thought that, they, and some of them depended on others, and so there was just kind of I guess this, this whole like domino effect uh, going much. on, yeah. and it was just kind of um, incongruent uh, motivation or yeah like motivations and goals between the between the different players um totally and so yeah. it's weird it's like these kids are supposed to know each other pretty well and we get that sense yes. from the start right they're like the go-getters and they're like on this heroic adventure in some weird like cyber realm and then they get wiped out by the boss they wake up or you you like flash to the weird grainy past. like real looking uh movie they're watching yeah and it's the past it's like right. the mid 90s or whatever right. they're riding the school bus uh, on, on a trip well is it the mid 90s or is that different sorry i no, thought no, no no it is the mid 90s but okay. like the part that you're kind of walking through that weird like cyber whatever looking kind of futuristic um thing and, and you see the giant purple monster thing yeah like that's the end of the game right and okay so it's like oh it flashes back it's like how did we get here that makes um, sense. and so that's when it flashes um to uh 
realistic zero escape game um, <laughs> on the TV that they're watching on, like because they're going on a field trip. Yeah, so um, they got this long bus ride out of Tokyo to the suburbs somewhere, and and then it's almost like that becomes the inspiration for the game of fate, right? Because the, the like the meteor strike, uh, we get another jump. You know, suddenly now we are underwater in this undersea theme park that like never opened and yet somehow looks all decrepit. Um, and yeah, you have, you have the Lord the, of the flies, like immediately. And the mascot. And then the mascot character comes in. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, is all no, 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 no. I, the, the dog mascot one. Did you do like, what? There's like that ugly dog. That's like the mascot that gets eaten. Oh, by... Oh God. Yeah. The sludge bot, the sludge bot comes in and, yeah. uh, claims its first victims yes yes um so that uh yeah that part seems really cool but it's it's kind of unsatisfying like quite quickly right like almost immediately you start to see wait this like uh amusement park is actually really small you know like you go around in a circle and you're back where you started pretty soon um there's you know, it seems like you've got all these characters, but you don't really learn that much about any one of them because uh, they <laughs> they all split up like immediately. Um, so yeah. I don't know. I, I thought there would they really could have done more with just that part of the game even. Um, yeah, and just like expanded that and given a little more space uh, before starting to kill off characters uh, and stuff. Uh, yeah, well, it, it, I, and I think like one of the, I don't, not that it's a problem per se, but as you're playing it, it's like, well, yeah, once the characters start dying, you're like, oh, well, okay, this can't be the whole thing. Yeah. Because like, these are characters that are on the box. Uh, yeah. I don't think they're going to die like right now. Um, <laughs> in the, in, aside from the ninth man and, Nine nine nine. Most of the characters last, you know, more than ten minutes into the game. Right. Um, <laughs> of any of the, the zero escape games that we play, so yeah, you kind of like like okay, well, something's going on here. Um, there's like no way that these characters can actually be dead. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But you're right; it is it is unsatisfying. Like I wish that they had a, that they could have explored that more. Um, I don't know, and like just this the whole kind of psychology of like kids. Uh, totally. working together and their selfish motivations when uh, you know they're obviously they have to play that the, the game of fate right right and it's really intriguing right like you said each of them on their wristband has the secret that one of the other kids needs to know in order to win the game right so they can't tell that person uh and they can't be sure that that person has their secret. So they don't really have a way to like trade per se. Um, yes. So it's almost like a self-defeating game also. Like I don't, I was trying to think about it a little bit. Like I kind of gave up pretty quick though. Like what would the strategy be there? Like what, isn't, isn't it to like band together and fight against the game? That's That seems to be like the only viable strategy I could think of. Or, or, you know do what the big kid wants to do and just like wipe out everyone else and ensure that you win that way. Um, you mean a 
Aniki. Aniki, yeah, he killed me immediately, Aniki man. Or Dang it. Yeah, same here. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, the, like that's the thing. Is like I was like, oh man, this game's gonna be great. Like I love the fact that like they just killed you in like two seconds. <laughs> yeah. uh, like I. That like and that's that really was like I was really excited to play this game when uh, that happened and again just kind of the whole first hour or so of the game yeah uh, but yeah you know there was there was the it's kind of like uh, Survivor I guess yeah it's like yeah these like alliances are formed and then like people are dishonest with each other uh, I forget if they made it like. I guess they did make it obvious that there could only be one winner. Because I was like, well, why can't there just be, like, more than one person who wins this? Kind of, yeah. So there seems to be some asymmetry as well. Like, there's, you know, your character is silent protagonist, whatever, whatever, right? Um, But he seems to, like, have a special relationship with the vanilla character. Where each of them kind of, like, has their own individual pod at the start. Um, and they're like at opposite ends. And then, so mild spoilers, right? Like at the end of the game of fate, those are the only two left standing. Um, and for some reason, she's still there, even though he has one, you know, like everyone else was taken away by the sludge bot when it became impossible for them to win. Um, so that there was like that domino effect, right? Um, they weren't like allowed to just stay in as spectators or like interfere in any way, but for some reason she is allowed to like still be there. Um, so I feel like she's, uh, yeah, I don't know, um, not playing by quite the same rules as everyone else. Uh, she's also the one that you uh, that you have the the secret for, right? Um, like on your wristband, you have her secret task. Yes, yes, she had to eat a marshmallow. <laughs> That's all she had um, to do. Which, where the hell are you gonna get one down there, right? <laughs> like that seems like an impossible task for an abandoned, you know, underwater aquarium. <laughs> like, did they, would they even have marshmallows? Like, I don't even think that they would. But maybe uh, one of the kids had some in their bag. Like that chubby kid. I'm kind of thinking he might have had some marshmallows uh, in his big backpack, um, Mouchy. Yeah. But yeah. Oh God. Yeah. He just talks about food all the time. Um, <laughs> But yeah, well, you know, I think it's, I'm not sure if you picked up on this, but like at the very end, it, it comes down to you and Anaki yeah. and Vanilla and Anaki seems to just ignore Vanilla, oh. even though Vanilla's her, his younger sister. Oh, I, I didn't notice that he was like ignoring her so much. I guess... That's giving me some serious Uchikoshi vibes, though. Yeah, um, that's cool. No, there there are a lot yeah, of cool things so, about I it. So I mean, I'll just kind of like leave it at that. Okay, uh, okay. So she. But yeah, so. Uh, yeah, she says like she's annoyed at him too, right? The fact that he's behaving that way when he's her big bro, you know, like gives her some like personal. Uh, feelings about she has some, some yeah. strong feelings about that yeah yeah but yeah, they, so I was gonna say they all they all say that they're like brainwashed also um, except yes. for the kid who plays the like Game Boy uh, he seems to not be affected by it for whatever reason um, the 
Uh, I think his name. The video game. Yeah, Pochi. Pochi. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and and I noticed something about that too, where he like, it seemed like he trusted, um, uh, Ray. What's his name? Rachel, the like the main character guy, our player. It seemed like he yeah. trusted us for no real reason. Like I didn't really get that. Um, uh, like why he thought we were somebody he wanted to ally with. Uh, but just that we didn't seem to be brainwashed. Like, I don't know. That was a weird moment for me. Interesting. I, I did not pick up on that when I was playing the first time. To go back and revisit it. It's like, um, yeah, there's this moment where, like, he's talking to you. And I think Vanilla is the other person, but I could be wrong. And he's like, you guys don't seem brainwashed. But then the other person, like, does something that makes him not trust them anymore. And yet, for some reason, he still, he still decides to trust... Uh, our our player character so yeah i don't know keep an eye out for that interesting i, I kind of forget that i forgot that that happened i was playing this game at like 12 o'clock at night you know, <laughs> my favorite time to play yeah <laughs> uchikoshi games super late at night where like i miss small little details like that um, interesting yeah i don't think is that uh each of the characters is supposed to be represented by the chinese zodiac mm. um like, I think Raichu is supposed to be a rooster. Uh, the fat one is supposed to be an ox. Okay. Uh, Pochi is dog. Um, really? So, just, yeah, I, I think so. I don't know. Like, I wasn't ever explicitly stated. But, yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I'll double check that. Now that I've beaten the game, I'll... I'll, I'll I'm fine Googling it and seeing if that was, like, the intent. But, yeah, like, like, Anaki, he's, uh, I think he's supposed to be a snake. Oh. Um, and he has his, he has his coat tied around his waist, and it looks like his, like, skin is kind of, like, peeling off, like, uh, you know, like how a snake sheds its skin. Interesting. Um, the fat one has, has a shirt on with, like, a, cow pattern on it and he has <laughs> like a bell um a little girl chuko chuko yeah yeah i think she's he's supposed to be like a mouse and i think she she kind of looks like she has like mickey mouse ears yeah um so i it's there's like way too many things and at one point like the girl who represents who i thought would represent a horse they said like oh why why so long in the face to like her like specifically <laughs> so i thought that was kind of a way of saying like oh yeah but huh. i i think the game is actually fairly short i mean yeah. i think i i beat it 15 hours okay um and a lot of my time was spent dying. I mean, the <laughs> amount of game overs I got playing this game was just insane. And it wasn't because I made bad decisions. It was just the gameplay was so bad. Oh, uh, that's, that's rough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I got caught uh, doing the, the dolphin bike, you know, because um, I was like, are you serious? Like, I have to be that precise. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll try again. Um but yeah, like I said, I I put it on easy mode, so hopefully, yeah, might as well. hopefully some of that stuff will be moderated for me. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to 
spend a lot of time doing stuff over and over if I can avoid it. Um, but I was kind of exploring a little bit, trying to find some stickers uh, because I, you know, I found my first sticker and then I looked at my sticker collection and it was like huge. I was like, man, they must hide these things like everywhere. Um, but then I realized that, yeah, like you said, this, this, it dawned on me that this could not be the entire game. So then I kind of like stopped being as diligent, you know, or like completionist about that. And I was like, all right, well, if I find some stickers, that's fine. I will. Uh, I will accept. Yeah, them. I don't think. Uh, <laughs> there, I think there's like one normal and one rare per per stage, like oh, as okay. you progress. So don't waste your time. And it's not even like the rare ones are hard to find. Um, Weird. What are they for? Like, like, I, I never really. I think they're just. They're just a thing to find. I don't know. Ah, oh, that's disappointing. Uh, I was I hoping mean, you I, could trade them I mean, later you know, or something. Yeah, uh, well, like, I'll, uh, now that I've beaten the game, I'll, I'll kind of do some Googling and some research just to see if there's, like, anything that I missed in there. Yeah. Um, and see if there is any purpose to those stickers aside from just... Um, what stickers have you gotten already? Well, this is the funny thing. So I was about to text you when I got the first sticker because you had told me, like, oh, I think this game will be fine for Ben. Like, there's nothing weird in it. Um, uh and the first sticker that I got is like the panty stealer monster. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, I guess, yeah, the Danganronpa side coming out. Uh, uh, the, the underwear that's, thief. That's the only, that's the only thing that, that off the top of my head that is like per, pervy. Um, <laughs> you know, that's just kind of one of those. I, I think it's just more of like a Japanese culture thing. Yeah than uh, anything else but yeah i know i know what you're talking about uh and I, I figured if that's the worst thing though like i, I still think it's a ben, ben friendly game yeah i hope so i hope so i hope we can coax him back to, yeah it's uh to the fold here yeah there's just it's it's you know and i and i'm not trying to like sour your expectations on it and again my biggest gripe was more the just the, the actual gameplay more so than the story itself. Yeah. Um, hmm. uh, and I will say that I, I thought, well, I, I won't, I won't try to ruin. I won't even try to like spoil anything or, or give you my thoughts because then you could probably decipher what I was originally thinking. Like, Oh, well that can't be it. Okay. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, I mean it's it's an interesting game. the The story's cool. I think um, reminds me a lot of Japanese anime mm -hmm. um, and those kind kinds of messages. Uh, there's a lot of characters, so not a lot of them get a ton of development. Yeah, um, which is probably another issue. Maybe I, I would have with this game, but at the end of the day, I mean, I think it's 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 decent. We well, said particularly it reminds you of Digimon, right? So I I don't know what that might refer to at all, but I'll I'll ask you more about it when I get a little further into the game, I guess. Um, so that's not one that I watch much. Um, yeah. The characters do kind of remind me of Pokemon a little bit as well. 
like especially the Piololone, the way she like says her own name as she you know teleports and and disappears again. Um, and I love how she just gets like kicked as she's about to reveal who the mastermind actually is uh, and start the game up yeah. again. Like the second, the round two of the game of fate is about to start. And then uh, like the soft, squishy, kind girl just like drop kicks her. Uh, and well, pie. yeah, pie. <laughs> his name is pie. Uh, so I don't know. So pie's a little suspicious, yeah. right? Like, is it, isn't that saying basically like, Oh, like I am clearly the mastermind. Uh, or anyway, yeah, is is operating. I don't know on behalf of the mastermind. Her voice, her <laughs> voice annoys me. It sounds like a guy trying to do like a voice. I don't know. I I, I do not like her voice actor. I've for I've got the reason. I said it to um, the Japanese voices so that I could hear, uh, their like uh, okay, you know, their personality come out in that way a little bit as well. Um, so I don't know what they're I don't saying. Think you're one of those guys. Yeah, I, I just read the subtitles and hope that the translation is accurate, I guess. But um, but I like to I like to hear the Japanese language when possible. I did it for AI too for uh, Isomnium, and it was cool. It's it's a fun, maybe something to do to make the the second time through more interesting for you. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be a second time through <laughs> with this. Um, uh, I you know I'm. I'm the kind of guy that, like, when I become obsessed with something that's, you know, I can direct all my focus and play it, like, three times through if I really enjoy it. But uh, yeah. Yeah, this this one is not getting a replay for me. Um, all right. Unless, I, unless I'm, like, I'm looking something up and it's like, oh, you have to play it through it again. You know, this, this isn't a situation, like, near okay. where, you know, beating the game is just, like, the first half of it. Um, but when I boot up my game and it says true ending mm -hmm. uh, on my save file, I think that that kind of means it's it's over. Mm -hmm. It's not like I got any messages from whoever the publisher was. Well, so um, far, it's it doesn't look like there's the branching storyline thing in this one. Um, but maybe later on you can leap back and forth from different scenes and, and like see different outcomes or whatever. But like... You, uh -huh. you do, uh, you will get to certain points where you have to make a decision. Okay. Um, and there'll be branching paths. So there's like maybe four times that you can okay. branch off. But yeah, I mean, I think at any given time, there's only like two different timelines that can be going on. Um, yeah. Again, I'll, I'll confirm that. But yeah, it's not, it's not nearly as intricate as uh dlr mm -hmm. or the the 999 or, or the other games it's it's the branching paths are are pretty manageable um mm -hmm. and i don't even think like well, i'm not sure i'm trying to think uh maybe i was gonna say i'm not sure if you even like you know how, like in DLR, it's, there's like uh, you retain, like the the character retains it, the memories of the previous playthroughs, and it's like, oh, I thought I've been here before. Or like, oh wait, how did you know that? Like, I've never told you that. <laughs> no, um, I don't. I don't even know if that's like present in this well, game. When you were talking about that, I was thinking how 
you know, the first area is this amusement park and it's built in like a circle. Um, it seemed to me that that could be sort of a reference to the way that the game starts like at the end of the game, you know, and, and she's asking like, do you remember me? Uh, have, you know, have you played this game already? Right. Basically. Um, so, yeah. So I wonder if they're, they're kind of playing off that with like the shape of the undersea amusement park itself. It's like this, it's a circle and yet there's like portions of it that um, connect in unexpected ways. Also like there's a, there's a small section of like basement to it and, and that weird um, yeah. like adventure area that you go to like once uh, kind of in the center of it. Oh, and there's the, the whale that's in the background that yeah. looks kind of like the stuff at the end of the game. And I think it's Pochi who like points that out also. He's like, the design on that whale is pretty weird, huh? Um, anyway, yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, so there's there's yeah. some kind of circle yeah. thing going on with the game, maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. You have to play and find out. Mm, um, I will. Shit, I was gonna say something, and now I can't. I can't. I can't remember now. Was it about the Ferris wheel? Uh, oh, I remember now. Uh, yeah. So I think one of uh, Uchikoshi's games is like ever either like Ever Seventeen or you know one of his not. Zero escape games. Uh -huh. I think one of them takes place in like an underwater um, amusement park like this. So I think that's like also supposed to be a nod to that. I'll confirm. Oh. But, uh, so yeah, I think this is like a setting that they've used before. Interesting. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I picked up on the Ferris wheel. Like, like that seemed like a connection back to AI yeah. or Isomnium, rather. Um, and, well, that was a, it was a carousel, right? Was it? Oh, well, Wait, there's the Ferris wheel and uh, it's got, it's got that part where it's like the Ferris wheel. It's like an eye that's watching me or something. It's like not a big part of the game. It's just a, a kind of a background thing there. Okay, so I'm looking it up. Ever 17 is set in Japan in the underwater marine theme park. So, yeah, something that's supposed to be a callback to Uchikoshi's earlier works. Nice. Like, and that's the other problem, I think. Like, not that it's a problem, but I'm sure there were a ton of references that I just missed because I don't have enough experience with yeah. both of the author's uh, library of games. Like, Yeah, yeah. That's, whatever. Well, what are but you gonna do? that's that's kind of like annoying to me, I guess, a little bit too. That it's like, you know, they're writing the game on one level for like a kid who's never played a game like this to like make it easier for them to get into, um, but they're writing it on another level for like someone who's played every one of their games, you know, like exhaustively. Um, yeah, and so you wouldn't be able to like get a lot of what's going on unless you were kind of in one of those two camps uh yeah like a lot <laughs> so yeah, no, yeah no, you're right it's like there's like a lot of like uh inside jokes that yeah, yeah you're right like the target the target audience is like is completely incapable of getting 
Um, I guess that is one way to make it more appealing to the players who have played a lot of the games is to kind of have that self-referential humor. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, you watch a bunch of the cartoons when we were a kid and they they had humor, you know, it was made for kids, but there was like adult humor and a lot of it. Um, Exactly. So that parents didn't mind watching it nearly as much. So, yeah, I mean, it is kind of annoying, but maybe this opens up the, the kids. They play this game. They say, wow, I want to see what this guy has done. And then they go back and they can kind of recontextualize everything that happened in uh, in the world's end club. Uh-huh. Um, and be like, oh, okay, well, now that makes more sense. Like, I thought that was kind of weird. That it would, well, like, why did they pick an underwater theme park? <laughs> right. Um, so random. Although, I mean, admittedly, it's a, it's a cool it's a cool setting, regardless. But uh. <laughs> a little more behind it than yeah. So I didn't even know Ushikoshi had other games, but I guess that makes sense. Um. Yeah, he had a bunch of were like these like number. So it's like it's yeah, it's the Infinity series. Uh-huh. So there's Never Seven, and then Ever Seventeen, Remember Eleven, Twelve Riven. And the, the, I don't know. There's a bunch of different ones. That's a lot. Yeah. I think these. I, I don't think that they were like ever. Or at least not all of them were. Um, wait, that was on Xbox. Huh. For some reason, I did not think that they had like English translations, but I think they might have like a patch. Oh, probably. Yeah, someone out there did a. Fan translation by yeah, now. Yeah, you know what they did with Mother too. Totally, totally. Well, yeah. So after uh, after I get a little further, we can revisit some of World's End Club. I'll try to uh, get on that, and make that part of my daily routine here. Um, I'm well, wrapping up my. It is the it is the perfect fifteen to twenty minute visual <laughs> novel because you right. can play an act. And it's just basically everyone talks to you, and then like that's that's a part, and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm moving on that little map now. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, hopefully, with its its more bite sized kind of uh, structure, yeah, you know, you can go find the time to, to play it. But uh, I yeah, and I think yeah, it's it's interesting to me insofar as it does this like. Um, almost like a tutorial for you to like see how to construct a game like this, you know, um, like I think a lot of the the moving pieces are like pretty clearly defined in this game. So I think it would make a good one to discuss with kids um, since, you know, that's another aspect of what I want to do with this project really is like find games that kids can also play. <laughs> I think, and and yet would be like interesting to talk about still with them. Um, so, you know, nine 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 VLR maybe not so much uh, kid friendly, but this one much more so. Uh, and uh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I again, there's a few times where it's like it maybe crosses the line, but I think like twelve, thirteen should be able to play this game no problem. Yeah. Um, without like even like you know, I don't think the parents would find anything objectionable in it. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, that's I, well, that's my hope anyway. Uh, and uh, my my bursar 
is she's tutoring right now, I believe. Um, so I have to get her to give the bursary report at a later time here. Um, Okay, but you're, you're ducking my calls. I, I get it. I, I did tell her to, to prepare one, and then she went and like scheduled a tutoring at 7.30 local time here. So that's what she's doing right now. But have you talked, have you talked to Ben? I have not heard from him in a little while. Uh, as far as I know, he's doing his uh, cabin thing at this point. Uh, his semester oh, should okay. be done. And he's getting his um, like writing and reading time in the cabin off the grid. Uh, as far as I know, he is well. Um, but yeah, I'll reach out to him and say, hey, oh, I, we're playing Will Zed Club. It, it, <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Like, you know, listen, I, I, yeah, I, say, I say these things in jest. I, I hope you don't think I'm like saying these things too seriously. No, no. Uh, but, uh, so how are your parents? Are they doing well? That is safe to you. It's had a good trip up. Oh, to, yeah. To um, to like welcome them here. We had uh, like William just like spinning around and jumping and like dancing a lot. He was like really happy to see them. Uh, they brought us lots okay. of they brought us lots of food from different restaurants we nice. haven't gone to in like a year. You know, so they. Got, they got carry out from a bunch of places um so that oh, was that's awesome. nice that was good and like i told you they helped us with a lot of yard work and stuff around that we hadn't been able to do um so our our garden is looking good uh i got the shed all cleaned oh, yeah. up your mom always had a very nice garden i know she just like enjoys weeding in the garden i don't know that's like a, a, a calming thing for her so yeah, that's uh, that's uh, I guess it's like real life Animal Crossing, right? Like we, <laughs> exactly. we find the digital, like tending to our gardens. As, as, she, you know, she's before before uh, Animal Crossing life. So exactly, um, exactly. I know, and I think we should talk about Stardew Valley one of these days. I think that would be a way to convince Stephanie to uh, get on the oh, call great. with us and. Some of her sisters, maybe. Yeah, she can't. She can't duck my questions then. Exactly. Is that we can lure her can with Stardew Valley, her. and then we yeah. can get some. And then it can turn into an interrogation about <laughs> the, the the financial accounting and health of this uh, academy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've never even played Stardew Valley, but I think she's played enough for both of us. So, um, and well, what other games? That was the other question I was going to ask. Like, what should we focus on going forward into the summer here? Like, um, there's Replicant, uh, which if you want to play more of that, um, I don't know if there's much to say about Pokemon Snap, but I would be willing to to try uh, a Pokemon discussion. It's always good. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, there's nothing much to say about about Pokemon Snap. It barely has a. I mean, there is a plot, but it's go around and take pictures of Pokemon. You know, it's like there's really not much to mine there, at least from a class discussion standpoint. I will say that they did do a good job with the world building. 
yeah. where the different Pokemon interact with each other, and, that, and that's pretty cool. But yeah, aside from that, there's really not, not much to talk about. Yeah, I see. I don't even know. Is it is it Pokemon that I would even recognize at this point? Also, like, or is it a lot of the newer ones that have been introduced in recent generations? Uh, I would say more recent generations. Oh man! I mean, I took a picture of one, uh, and I didn't even realize that it was like a Pokemon. It was like an apple. It was called like a <laughs> I, I forget, but his name was like Apple Apple something. And I was like, oh, I didn't even realize that that was a Pokemon. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, um, there's a lot of Gen 1 and like Gen 2 Pokemon, but there's also a, a large amount of, of the later generations. Okay. Well, maybe we can get that guy from Walmart to join us for that part of the conversation. Um, uh, I, I'm, ne I'm never going back to that Walmart ever again. <laughs> And I might be boycotting Walmart altogether. Wow. Because there's nothing more I hate than going in there and having someone ask me if I want to, like, upgrade my electricity. Or, like, they ask me, like, oh, what kind of cable service do you have? And I'm like, I don't want to be hassled about my, like, energy company and my, like, internet provider while I come to Walmart. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I don't like that. So I might just have to boycott <laughs> I don't know if you have if you have the same issues and like the WalMarts near you, but it's like every time I go, and it's like I try to purposely avoid them. And what? like last week, this this woman asked me because I went there, and I was, she was like, uh, she was like, "Excuse me, sir," and I said, "Hey, I'm not interested." Yeah. She's like, "Oh, I just wanted to ask how your day was," and I'm like, "Wait, okay, no, that's not true." <laughs> uh, but that's... I just hate those interactions. So anyway. That's rough, dude. No, I I wouldn't say I boycott them, but I just like de facto end up not going to stores, including Walmart, very much. So, um, yeah, I'm, I mostly try to uh, just let Stephanie handle a lot of the uh, the shopping, shopping and stuff. Yeah, that's kind of her. It's, e it's easier that way to have like a delegation of uh, yeah, exactly tasks, right? Yeah, I, I cook most of the time and, like, clean up most of the time, and she buys a bunch of stuff and brings it to the house, and then I have to, like, find places to put it all. Um, that's kind of our – that's how we do things here, so. Uh, you sucker. Uh, Being married and having no room for anything. Uh, yeah, well, that's uh, why I clean up the shit. Like, my, my fridge has uh, – let's see, I think – Six bottles of Yingling, a bottle of wine, and milk, and that's it. That's all my that's all my refrigerator has at the moment, and that's like and that's typical. Uh, there might be like rice pudding or something like that, but uh, yeah, I don't. Have I haven't had a Yingling in so long. I haven't seen a Yingling in a long time. There's all these like weird craft beers out here, and I really yeah I miss I miss a good Yingling beer. Well, if you ever come out to Philadelphia, you know, yeah. we can go. There's actually a brewery, like, a block away from my from my place. Um, it's Yards. It's not Yingling, but it's still okay. cool to go there. Dude, yeah. Um, we will. Yeah. One of these days we'll get back east and visit, and it'll be, uh, yeah, um, nice, nice to catch up uh, in person again. 
Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff to do here, so. Anyway, yeah, I'll think, th- I'll, I'll try to see if there's any other games that, like, I think are worthy of discussion or, you know, whatever, and we'll just kind of, I'll post it on the Discord so that we can just kind of keep, keep a log of it. And, yeah. Um, yeah, we can, we can learn where to go from there. Sounds good. Sounds good. We'll so- just see where, see where to go from there. So for now, World's End Club, at least for one more session, and yes. potentially potentially some Stardew in the near future as well. Uh, yeah, that sounds good. I might I might start looking up and see what Stardew is all about, and maybe even download it. I don't oh know. I man! Yeah, it's a dangerous game. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a dangerous <laughs> game. I don't have that kind of time investment. Set some parameters around your time, then. Yeah. Uh, all right, yeah. man. Well, good talking to you. Uh, yep. And I'll see you. Well, if you're Twitch streaming anytime soon, let me know. Otherwise, see you again uh, next Thursday. All right. Sounds good, man. Tell Stephanie I said hello. I will do. Do. See you. All right, man. Have a nice night. Talk to you later. All right, you too.